it's Alex here and Kiki. On this episode, we're heading out on an adventure into a musical that celebrates a community of global explorers. Book, lyric writer and director Sam Cochran joins us to talk about Scouts the Musical, Giggle Mug Theatre's latest outing. Sam shines a flashlight on how Giggle Mug have earned their writing a musical badge. How their improv background feeds into the writing process. And working with some of the most multi-talented musical theatre performers around. Actor musicians. Welcome to Making, Making a, a Musical. musical. The future, the future of British, British musical, musical theatre. So, Kiki, the question I have to ask you before we crack on with today's podcast is, have you sworn your Scouts honour? Okay. So as an American, we have Girl Scouts. So when I was really little, I had my little green beret and we went door to door selling Girl Scout cookies. You guys don't understand what that means. That is such a big deal in America, Girl Scout cookies. And the best ones... I will I will lay down and fight anyone are thin mints. They're like little chocolate minty biscuits. And if you put them in the freezer, it's the best thing. Um, but no, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that that was the scout's honor or pledging allegiance or anything like that. I just remember cookies. So we're not just waffling on about scouting. We actually do have a point to this conversation. We do. We promise. Um, today we'd like to welcome Sam Cochran who is the book lyricist and director of Scouts the Musical. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure. It's um, really exciting to have something so different and unique uh-huh. being created into a musical. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the show and, and kind of your inspiration of, of writing it? Yeah, sure. So it was created with the Scouts, so in collaboration with them. And um, it it centralizes around the annual Scout Games, which are kind of a fictional event that we made up uh, where Scouts from around the world have gathered to compete. Um, And all is not as it seems because uh, there is someone who tries to sabotage the competition and then our competitors have to kind of uh, try and find a way to save the day using the skills they've learned is the the idea. Um, And I think the inspiration behind it just came from I just always thought there should have been a Scout musical, and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, <laughs> I was uh, the first, I guess. Um, it's just one of those things that is such a, um, uh, I don't know, such a classic um, institution and organisation and is a part of, you know, cultures all around the world. Um, I just thought it's asking for a musical. And also it shares so many of the same values as well, right? Um sort of that the, the lend themselves to musical theatre, I'd say, um, you know, friendship, togetherness. Um, it, there's ideas that are just so easy to replicate in song, I'd say. So that, that's, that's why. And not only is it songs, but it's actually actor muso, right? Yes, that so is right. Yeah, t- yeah. T- just tell us a bit about what that means and uh, what that kind of practically means as well in the space. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think the reason behind that decision. So I, I, I've written the show with David Fallon, who's who's uh, written the music and he's got an actor muso background. Um, and I think we just thought the nature of when you think about scouts, you often think about singing around a campfire and that sort of thing. There is a like, um, I don't know, a, a, a sort of a background to the scouts and um, and making music together and that sort of thing. There's these gang shows that um, I've now been introduced to. Um, and and so I think that was sort of the, the reason behind us deciding to do it. Um, but also because, I mean, we love actor muso shows and I still think there's some way you can go with them. We love this idea of, I think the giggle mug 
nature. So uh, Giggle Mug Theatre is the, the theatre company putting this on. Um, and I think our sort of vibe has always been quite um, frantic and energetic. And we wanted to incorporate that into some of the instrumental elements um, and have people playing, you know, multiple instruments. I mean, the, the people with the, that we've got involved in the show are, are amazingly talented and can play lots of things. Um, and so we just wanted to utilize that and have people swap instruments mid song and, um, you know, and, and play as many things as they can. Um, and, and, and hopefully it will bring about like a completely different experience as well for audience members. I agree. I think what's really unique about this show, again, we haven't seen it in full yet, but you obviously <laughs> yeah, shared bits hopefully. from when you pitched um, to Beam, yes. uh, which is a musical theater conference that's um, hosted every two years in the UK. Um, and, and you're right, that energy that is encapsulated by people sharing instruments and the um, idea that we can witness such musicality in this storytelling is absolutely brilliant. Um, we actually have a song that you provided for us called Into the Wild, which really encapsulates that. We have the audio, obviously, for everyone to listen to on the podcast, but that is listed on YouTube if you want to watch some of that frantic um, <laughs> yeah, that's the word. Sharing of instruments uh -huh. and, and, and the choreography around that. Um, shall we have a listen? Let's do it. You're going to do well, so don't make a fuss. Have faith in yourself like everyone else does. Double not your boots. Practice your sign and salute. My badges look nice. Read through the scout promise twice. Set out the front door. You're not a cub anymore. Take a deep breath in. And you're ready for the games to begin. I can tell this is the first time for a lot of you here hey. If you are smart before we start, you'll want to know how to take part What do we do? How does it work? What are the rules? Will these games hurt? We'll test every scouting skill you know Takes more than charisma even though your eyes on the prize If you want to win the competition Listen to my composition Be prepared as you go Into the world Out on your own Into a life that you've never known Into the wild Say, Joe, you've got 60 badges. Isn't it time to stop? I'll tell them I'll stop at the top when I get a badge for all the other badges I have got. I'm ready to take my foot off the brake. It's go time. There's no time to hesitate. The, the finish line is so close. I can taste it. I can make it. I will take it. If there's no one in my way. Into the world. Out on your own. Into a life that you've never into the wild. Scout will always do what.
what's right, that is the promise of the scout law. The scout law. A scout will climb the highest heights to help their friends, that is the scout law. The scout law. Remember that promise you made when it's dark and you're feeling afraid. Remember, a scout will always act with honor. Yes. The smile and the whistle, even if they are a goner. Remember this oath as you go into the world, into the world. Remember a scout is prepared for adventure, no matter the scouts and no matter the venture. Remember the scouts as we remember go. the scouts. I always think it's so amazing to hear just how many instruments and if you watch the video version of that song you'll see that there are three people on that stage but with that entire arrangement, it sounds like there are many, many more. Sam, tell us a bit about how that song fits into the show as a whole. Yeah, sure. So it's the opening number of the show, and we want to basically throw everyone in uh, into the deep end straight away. This is kind of our biggest, um, one of our biggest numbers, and will be one of the most actor musicianship heavy with with all these uh, swapping of instruments and that sort of thing. Um, so we want it to really kind of set up the rest of the show. Um, but really the, the song is about kind of, uh, it's welcoming, you know, the characters to the scout games, but also the audience, because this is something that even if you're a scout, you won't know what the scout games are because we made them up ourselves. And that was one thing that we were quite keen to do was add a bit of our own kind of giggle mug spin on something. We didn't want to just, uh, present it the way that it might be expected. I mean, with all of our shows, we try and just, I don't know, give give audiences something a little bit different. And um, that's what this has allowed us to do. As And it's a great kind of format, I think, for a show as well. You've talked a lot about Giggle Mug, which is obviously the, the theatre company that uh, is, is doing the show. Could you talk to us a little bit more about how you, how this was formed? Because I know, I know that your company has really deep improv roots and it would be interesting to hear that that's kind of affected how you work and how this piece was created. Yeah, totally. So... Um, the, the company started back at uni. We were at uh, Warwick together. Um, and there were four of us who wrote Timpson, which is mad to think that there were so many people at one point now that we're kind of so used to writing. And Timpson was your first show, wasn't yes, it? Sorry. Yeah. So Timpson, the musical was our first show. We wrote it at uni and we took it to the fringe and then taught it whilst um, at uni as well. And that was based on the shop, Timpson. Um, it was with their support and sponsorship. Um, and actually our first preview i mean our first performance ever of anything was at the other palace um nearly five years ago and so it's great to be coming back to the other palace with scouts as well it feels very kind of full a very full circle uh, moment but yeah so we we met in an improv musical at warwick um and i think that really set the roots of what the company is about we love this idea that i think a lot of musicals are very um clean cut especially on the the west end there's kind of a a very specific way of saying different lines and um especially in comedy there's a lot of gags that are said the same way each night and we really wanted to sort of turn that on its head a bit 
and our shows are very much um even the ones that don't necessarily involve audience participation we love to have every show completely different uh depending on who's in that night and the reaction different things get from the crowds and we love to sort of I, I don't know find a show on its feet that evening like you would with a, an improvised show and i think it's something that you don't see so much in uh yeah in musical theater especially um so that's that's the origins of it and yeah we started with timpson and then we created a show called runesical which we've uh, just finished touring uh which was based on the game runescape and had some help from um jagex who made the game so this is sort of our like our our uh, you know usp i guess is like this is our our, our way of creating shows is that we work with different organizations and um, and often get their support in some capacity. Um, and it's just, it's a really kind of, I don't know, a unique um, kind of way of working. And it is just uh, what we find is, is, yeah, it just works really well for us. Yeah, so I'm really intrigued about this. So how does that work on a kind of practical level? Do you, did you reach out to the scouts in the first place? And then, and then how does that collaboration kind of evolve as you, as you kind of get to know each other? It was, yeah, back in 2019 ish, I reached out, I just emailed, I think I found, usually it starts with finding someone's email online. <laughs> uh, it's somewhere really random, like in another job or something. And yeah. you just say, oh, <laughs> I hope you don't mind me getting in touch. I mean, uh, and that's how, that's how it's worked every time, really. And with the scouts, I think I, I think somehow I got in touch with the sort of uh, CEO at the time of the scouts. Um, and he very quickly kind of put me in touch with the brand ambassador. And it's with him, Chris, that uh, we've been working with for, yeah, around four years now and developing this show and obviously it adds a there's another level to it because suddenly it's like there's a uh, another party involved and it's you know as far as writing goes there are you know you send drafts and you get notes and that sort of thing um which maybe is a little bit different to other musical theater writing teams but it's it's always been really like a, a positive experience for all these different shows that we've made so far so we'd love to keep doing it um for as long as people keep saying yes uh, basically um yeah and how do you how do you and david your co-writer who does music as you mentioned how do, how do you work together because we always find it really interesting to kind of pick apart how writing teams um work well communicate you know where do you like to do your writing i think that's always very interesting to pull apart yeah the bizarre thing is that i think David and I have only, it must be only like a couple of times that we've actually been in the same room together. Um, and that's mainly because I think, well, we met through other people. Um, I had some friends at Rose Bruford's and I kind of, you know, told them in passing that I was looking for someone to, like a composer to work with. Um, David was um, making shows at Bruford. And so I went to watch their kind of one of their end of year shows that David had written and it was brilliant. And obviously we, we kind of, started talking from there um and obviously off, off the back of their recommendations but since then it's kind of been i mean david's also been a very busy actor too so he's kind of been traveling from place to place and we've been doing a lot of it kind of uh in turns i mean like it would be a case of i'd write something um a scene or and give uh, an idea of what the song what i think the song should be david would then take that and and come up with something and then i'd take it back and rework it and it would sort of just go like that um and for, for some reason, it just really, yeah, suited us. I think it was quite nice having each of us our own time to develop something individually, come back and then share it. And then the other person would, you know, 
flip it and completely change it and that is the, just the nature of writing and that's what makes it yeah so good i'd say so do you use like uh google drive how does that work you know like let's get really geeky about this oh, yeah. yeah we love we love the nitty-gritty <laughs> i think it's a mix i think it's a mix of google drive and dropbox maybe um and we transfers and and all every way we could send a file to each other we have done at some point <laughs> <laughs> I think what's really nice about hearing you talk about Gigglemug and about your collaboration with David is that actually those values, they're very similar to the scouting values, right? That's what makes you such a great collaboration for this particular show. And I think often uh, something that writers maybe struggle to articulate is why that piece and why them and why at that moment. And actually, that's quite an easy question for you guys to answer. So I think that's real, um, such a strength of the show, uh, for sure. One of the values, um, I think, which is shared by Google Mug and uh, the Scouts is being brave. And the next song that we're going to listen to from the show is called Braver. So uh, the song itself, it is the kind of act one finale. Um, we also, I'm pretty sure that the word braver isn't actually a word as well. Um, and we thought that was quite a fun idea. I'm going to say we definitely knew that when we went into writing it, but I, <laughs> I don't know how true that was. It's one of those happy accidents. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. go with it. But we like the idea of this is kind of like, you know, although they're, um, the characters are portrayed by a, they're played by adults, but they are sort of younger um, characters. Uh, we sort of wanted to keep that in whilst also kind of really validating all the feelings and stuff that the characters were feeling at the time. Um, and yeah, in this song, it's sort of the, I guess there's like a, uh, there's always, there should be always an emotional heart to even a comedy show. And so that's what this storyline and this uh, character and song is.
Something I find being a writer myself uh, is approaching producers, approaching venues. It's such a scary thing to do. Um, and when we're talking about being brave, I'm interested in how you guys first uh, came about in terms of the other palace run that's just coming up soon. Yeah, because... I don't think we've mentioned that quite yet formally. Yeah, well, I think... Um, it was I mean we first kind of met over emails and then maybe in person was when we did uh Timpson yeah five years ago or something but then um I I, it was literally just a case of I think I just got back in touch we saw each other at beam I saw both of you at beam yeah um but it it was that was the really nice thing about this process as well was that I think I'm pretty sure I just dropped you an email and said hey I've got this um idea we'd love to do it for um a couple of weeks um and then it grew into three weeks and it was yeah it's, i mean it's been a great process it's it's been such a kind of collaborative thing and i've definitely um i don't know i'm i'm taking a lot from you uh, as like <laughs> no it's true i mean like i i think uh your your you know your guidance the same with um paul taylor mills who sort of again he it was over lockdown i think he he just sort of messaged and said you know is there anything i can do to help um and really, it's just been a, a, a really kind of collaborative process, I'd say. It was very straightforward. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but going way back to Timson, I think we did a call out for Edinburgh previews because we were doing an mm. Edinburgh preview period down in the studio. I think you've reached out based on that. And I was like, yeah, that sounds really interesting. And we gave you a night then. And then that's just kind of snowballed and grown from there. Because we, we had a few conversations about Runesicle as well, which never yeah. really panned up, which is great because you found better places for it, probably. <laughs> but um, yeah, in, when, when you brought Scouts to my attention, it just felt like a really beautiful marriage of something new and exciting in that musical world, which is, is at the other palace, what we really want to do and something that actually fit our studio space quite well because here at the other palace we've got our main house which is currently home to heathers and then our smaller hundred seat studio which is actually where we're recording from um which is kind of where we're taking more risks on you know admittedly small scale musicals so yeah it was a it was a brilliant thing and it's been really exciting to see this this show 
grow because we originally talked about a two week run and then it's had a lot of success. And so we've announced a one week extension. We've now announced the, the casting <laughs> yeah. and it's opening next month. Well, from yes. the point of recording, it's next month. By the uh-huh. time this comes out. Yeah. June could, 20th, I believe, is the first date. It, yeah, it could be days away. <laughs> it could be. Um, but that was. Yeah, that's the thing. I also think about this space. I love the studio here. It's just it, it really lends itself to, I think, a more, um, I don't know, collaborative, um, less of a divide between the actors on stage and the audience. And I think if we wanted to, one thing we wanted to do was take people on a bit of an adventure with this show. I feel like this is the one space that could really do that. Um, and, and, it, and it lends itself to the, all the actor music, musician side of things as well, I'd say too. What one of the interesting things actually absolutely about this show is that um I suppose it's kind of um breaking ground because some people might think of musical theatre as that kind of big glitz and glamour West End style of production. Mm. And actually it absolutely doesn't have to be. And in many ways I think more intimate shows uh are actually can be more special. You know, you can hear the vocals live of the actors. You're not hearing it necessarily through a mic, but you can actually be close enough to them that you're hearing that vocal live in the studio. And, you know, there are other shows like Six who who have been uh, kind of born out of that fringe scale venue. Um, so I think it's really exciting that, that this musical is premiering in that kind of space. So what's the plan after the other Palace run? If you can share. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd love to. I mean, this is the thing. I think for a while we were always thinking we need a, a kind of a bigger producer than us involved. And uh, the nice thing that we realized with this is that we didn't and we could do it ourselves and we have done it ourselves and it's and it's going well. Um, we'd love to, I don't know, I think I'd love to collaborate with a, a producer on it to see it go places that I necessarily wouldn't be able to take it. Um, and so I, I think, I mean, we'd love to tour it as well. A lot of scouts have been in touch about how you know, we'd, we'd love to have it in, in different places around the UK so they can see it as well. Obviously, London isn't the only place um, that shows can be put on. Um, so we wanted to take it. Um, we'd love to take it to, you know, around the UK. I think it's just, yeah, finding the right um, time and the right people. Um, I'd love to just see it go on. Um, much further than this run, at least for sure. Because audience-wise, you know what what you've done here is kind of genius because you're taking IP that has an existing audience. Uh, obviously, the Scouts, which is a great um, which is a great starting point. There's certainly plenty of them, yeah. um, but it's not only Scouts, is it that that you that the show kind of appeals to? Yeah, exactly. It's it's a show that I mean, this is the thing we want people to come to it who have absolutely no knowledge of the Scouts at all. Um, who don't have any connection to them as much as you know those who do Um, we equally want it to be a show for scout groups and I know a lot of people have got in touch and we're doing discounts for scout groups as well on tickets and that sort of thing Um, but I'd love to at the end of the day it's a musical it's it's a show for um, MT fans and we'd love to get as many of them in as possible because I think like we kind of already said today scouts scouting and and musical theatre is something that is bizarrely really you know similar in in many respects and um the way that we kind of did this as a as a show and and made it accessible is that i'm not actually involved i haven't um i never did scouting when i was younger despite i get asked quite a lot obviously um but david um did which was just another really wonderful thing that worked out because we had i had no knowledge of that before uh, initially kind of contacting him um and so it the way it worked was that he was very much 
you know, from a scouting perspective um, to get certain things accurate. And obviously we had, um, you know, the, the scouts themselves to tell us uh, what goes into certain things or you know um ideas about costume or or what to do and what not to do lots um, of badges i presume lots of badges and toggles what yeah. toggles that's what the little necktie um is this the uk american divide again uh, is it this is the Atlantic Divide. <laughs> we had sashes. Oh, oh this was in the Girl uh, Scouts at least. Well, this is also I, like I'm. I'm getting. I'm learning so much every day from the Scouts because apparently I don't think you do wear badges in the UK anymore on your person. I think often you kind of. I mean, you can do, but I think often you sew them onto blankets now. Like, what? Yeah, oh, I know. Cool. I, I don't know to what. I don't know how true that is because I also know that some. UK scouts do, but they're, they're all, all these different troops, of course, and they've all got their own way of doing things. That is fascinating. <laughs> you heard it first. I learned something new. Yeah. Also, just swinging back, I think they're called woggles, not toggles. I don't know. Someone's going <laughs> to yeah. have a go at me about this because I don't know what they're actually called, but it's the little Imagine plastic Imagine the comments section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's also the, the thing with, um, you know, when we made Runesicle, I'd never really, I'd never played RuneScape really, um, although you know and alex had and he had played it when he's younger and re started replaying it i think his dad and his brother had been playing it as well so he was really like immersed in the world of it when um i asked about it and i, I think it's really nice to have that balance of someone who knows a lot about something and someone who doesn't because you want to come at it from someone who is just you know a fan of a new musical um and to make it as accessible to them as it would be to for example, scouts. So what we're really saying, Sam, is that in about 10 years time, you're going to be the perfect pub quiz team member. Um, <laughs> it is. Yeah, I've got, I've just like collected so much knowledge <laughs> from all these different companies and organizations. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Well, your first public show is here at the Other Palace from the 20th of June to the 9th of July. Tickets can be purchased at theotherpalace.co.uk. And hopefully people will come see the frantic actor muso, <laughs> little bit of audience participation show that is Scouts the Musical. I can't wait. I'm so excited to, uh, I think we're all just so pumped to come back to this space and um, and to get it on its feet after, yeah, four-ish years of writing and trying to find the right place. Uh, it is so great to actually be really doing it. It's really cool. Making a Musical is produced and hosted by Alex Jackson and Kiki Stevenson for The Other Palace. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow and rate the podcast wherever you're listening. It helps us share new British musical theatre with audiences all around the world. You can submit your new musical to be featured on the podcast at theotherpalace.co.uk. That's it from us. Join us next time for more Making, Making a, a musical, musical, the future of British, British musical, musical theatre. theatre.